welcome to Trial by Wine. We take a closer look at crimes that highlight how fascinating humans can be. Schmitty, Swanee and Clarkie revisit crimes and run them through their jury of three, debating both sides of the case to agree an appropriate, if totally fictitious, sentence. Please be advised, Trial by Wine may include explicit or disturbing content and will definitely include drunken rambles. And listener discretion is advised. I'll introduce us. I used to work at Foxtel with Paul and I used to fo- work at Foxtel with Carla. Is that right? Yeah. Paul was pre your <laughs> Go time. figure. Yeah. Paul in was, Melbourne? In Melbourne, yeah. Paul right. was okay. in the... We're going right back to... Olden days. 2000? Earlier. Yeah, October the, October the 9th, 1995. Was yeah. that when Foxtel launched? Yeah, yeah. Because I left Foxtel in... You're right, Carl, 2001 when I went to England. So just before I went to England. Um, and, yeah, so Paul and I worked together from about 95 to, well, I was there for longer. I can't remember when you left. 98 I left. Then I went, when I went up to Sydney, I worked with Carla in the marketing team in Sydney. Although originally oh, she wasn't there. She came along because um, she was working for the agency Lavender. And um, she came along and she joined the marketing team. And for, I don't know, six months, was terrified of me. can't imagine why. <laughs> I can't either. <laughs> One night we were at someone's leaving do or something. And so, of course, a bit pissed up, I cornered her at the bar and said, what is your problem? And, of course, that terrified her even more. Um, and then... And oh, then... no, this is something different. I'm sorry, I'm now I'm butting in. That was at Atlas Bar, wasn't it? Now I remember. I thought I was thinking of a house party. I know exactly what you're talking about now in Da'a's. Darlinghurst and upstairs was it called Atlas or something? Something like I that. I wouldn't remember. know. I don't yeah. remember what I did yesterday, but I do recall that. Really? And then the tipping point though, because we used to get the bus. We used to catch the same bus and she used to sit up the front. She'd never say hello to me. And you know, she got off before me because I was a bit further in Bondi. And I used to think, oh, I was so rude. <laughs> anyway, after yeah. I met Andy and I came back and you know had had this romance, we had a pizza and red wine thing at my house I decided to invite the girls because I was friends with Bill's your house that I'm talking about it's my house it was <laughs> Billsy and um I don't know I had a couple of friends and so I just thought oh, I'll just be social so I invited them all for red wine and and pizza and Carla got very intrigued by my Scottish romance and after that that humanized me and she thought I was all right and we became very good friends and Carla followed me not me personally Correct. But she came over to England a few months after I moved to England. And so we had a lot of shenanigans in the UK together and Corsica and lots of <laughs> weekend trips to random places in Europe. Paul and I met in 95, but Paul and I have been mates ever since. Hmm. Probably to do with shared interests in drinking and talking shit. Do you want to talk to each other now that I've done the intros? <laughs> I've got so a few questions. Of mine are clarifying... Who I thought Paul Clark was versus who Paul Clark may well be. Paul Clark is, are name. you pulling my dick? No, no, Paul Clark, Paul Clark is famous for some, with some people because I would say, are you pulling, as my friend Paul Clark would say, are you pulling my dick? But perhaps I never Maybe said that to you, judging by the look on your face. <laughs> but I, I think where I get confused is, is there a musical theatre connection or is that somebody else entirely? That I'm thinking no, we did do um, that one thing. We did a fun one night. Where, what was it? Um, Otto Titzling. And oh. what was the other one we did? Keep Young and Beautiful. Oh, God, we did two. Yeah. So it was a fundraiser cabaret night. And it was like a mini competition. And we should have won because we were hands down the best. We smashed it. Paul, yeah, we dressed yeah. basically Paul in drag for both of them. Did He was the person modelling the bra. For Otto Titzling. Is that and, from Beaches? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and um, yeah, Keep yeah. Young and Beautiful, where he dressed as this, you know, questionably beautiful <laughs> woman. Uh, and we basically just danced around and laughed a lot and got very, very drunk. You guys talk amongst yourselves. My booze order's here. Back in a sec. Oh. Your booze order? Jesus. Now you're in lockdown. You're in Melbourne, are you? No, I'm in um, a place called Indigo Valley, which is Albury Wodonga. Oh, I know that. Is that where you live? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought you were in Melbourne. No, I moved up here, uh, what, 10 years, 11 years ago? Yeah, this is my husband, Stuart. Oh, hi, Stuart. I'm Carla. Nice to meet you. 
He's just listening in. How disappointing. Yeah. That wasn't my booze order at all. Never mind. We thought so it was got a no booze. backing in. Oh, we've got a little tiny bit of yeah. booze and it's Kate. So, and I started to have some, so I thought I'd better buy some more. No, it wasn't a truck backing in, you cheeky. This <laughs> <laughs> is Caroline's <laughs> weekly order of grog. <laughs> got the big Dan Murphy semi out the front. Oh, just that alky on the corner. No, it was a man who lives a couple of doors up. He was walking past earlier today and I was very charmingly outside in my green dressing gown, which I live in. <laughs> He's a funny old bloke. He was saying, oh, I'd love to have a dressing gown, you know, it'd be really good. But, you know, I just, I don't know if I could get one in a men's colour that would look all right. And I said, they're on eBay. And he's like, oh, I'm not on the internet. And I was like, you know what, just stay where you are for a sec. Just stay here. So I said, here you go, have this. And then he was coming back to thank me again, which he didn't need to do. But I feel like you should have asked him for a wine. I didn't ask him for anything. In fact, next time I no, see him, I'm going to... Why? I don't even know if he drinks. To get you through till your delivery turns up. I've got wine galore. I just felt like sparkling and I'm very bourgeois because oh, I live in a world where I can just order from BWS and it's here within an hour. Is that right? That is oh, right, Carla. You that's you why you did. I'm not sure you could do that in Perth. I was going to say, that's why you don't want to live in Perth. You want to live in Melbourne or Sydney where you've got services. I was going to say, I'm not sure that would be the top reason. There's probably about 50 reasons I could give you why we wouldn't want to live in Perth. That's for sure. Anyway, it's fine. 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 I love it. Really. Fine. Hey, guess who's turned up? Where did that come from? Came from the BWS around the corner. What does he walk into your kitchen and do self serve? No, my niece does. The children of the house deliver for me. Caroline. Are your children not ready to do that yet, Carly? You must train them. So who's going to go first? I think Dildo Man. I think Dildo Man. So, or, or actually, distant cousin of Dildo Man. But yes, whoever, whoever, not all right. Story. So, Clarky, what are you drinking just before you get into your case? So today I'm having a Birds on the Hill, which uh, is from a local winery in Beechworth. It's their 2018 Chardonnay. It's made by Serena and Gail, who are the Birds on the Hill. And uh, ironically, this little story is about two birds, uh, not on the hill. All right, so tell us your story. Rightio. So this one is the story of Gail Newland, and it's a crime of gender fraud. By way of disclaimer, the information that I found comes from articles from The Guardian and from BuzzFeed News. But the headline is the one that got me, which uh, is woman who pretended to be a man convicted in prosthetic penis case. (laughs) Okay. It's ringing bells and I don't know why. It'll come to me. Keep going. Old relationship. (laughs) (laughs) I knew I opened myself up to that then, but no. (laughs) Something in the back of my mind is thinking about a prosthetic penis and I don't know why. (laughs) Anyway, as you were. I would have called it a strap-on, but, you know, prosthetic (laughs) penis. Just, Just by way of background, the story starts in 2003 when Gail Newland from Williston, Cheshire, was 13. Well, I thought Queensland. No, 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 no. no. Said, Queensland that's right, was yeah. the feeder story. Distant, that's right. Not. That's the thing that got you hooked on the topic. Sorry. That dragged me into the wormhole, yeah. yes. <laughs> so she took hundreds of pictures from an American Filipino man's MySpace profile. To, MySpace is how long that was. To create a MySpace account for Kai Fortune, a man she had made up. Okay. Soon she would give Kai a blogspot page Facebook profile and even a YouTube account where Kai would share videos of his street dancing or clips of himself playing Katy Perry songs on the piano. It's interesting that that's what she would choose. You know, oh, a guy singing Katy Perry songs and I love this guy. I want to be this guy. I want that's why I want to be. Yeah. I'm creating a MySpace and I can be that's the, the best content. That's, that's that, that if, if I was a man, I would be him. Yes. That's who she was born to be. Um, so anyway, also... Isn't that uh, Lady Gaga, not Katy Perry, though? <laughs> anyway. Could be. Sorry, could be. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, Kai Fortune, so Kai uh, number four and then T-U-N-E, so Kai Fortune is also credited as the writer of a song performed by a Filipino-British singer online as Kai 
Newland could talk to other girls in a way she couldn't as a girl. So um, that's how Kai Fortune came to be. Right. Chloe is the victim. Chloe is not her real name uh, because she, we're not allowed to use her real name for Protected. legal reasons yep. that I don't yep. understand as a wine drinker. As a non-legal um, person, yeah. So Chloe claims that she met Kai before she met Gail. So Gail is the female, Kai is the male. She met Kai before she met Gail as he'd requested her as a friend on Facebook. So riddle me this. Sorry, sorry. Kai's not real? Kai's not real. Right. Met him online. Right. So she met him online. Yeah, okay. I just got one question for you at this point. If you something popped up on your um, Facebook feed and it said Kai Fortune wants to add you as a friend and you didn't know Kai Fortune. Decline. Carla? Oh, definitely. I, I, but I'm quite strict about that, so I only say yes to people that I actually do know. Yeah, good to know. But it'd be a hard, it'd be a hard no for me. So, <laughs> so you wouldn't be. Hey, this Carl Fortune sounds awesome. Hi, Fortune. That means he plays Katy Perry songs on the piano. We're oh, totally he's my kind friends. of guy. Yeah, yeah, he's my kind of guy. Yeah. So Chloe fell in love with him online. So hard that the pair got engaged before they'd even met in real life. So, would would given that we're talking about MySpace, and not to suggest that catfishing is a new concept, but it's probably a new name for it. Are we, are we, early days, yeah. This is an early version of catfishing. Quite possibly the original. <laughs> the OG, <laughs> the OG catfish case. Okay, cool. We have no, nothing but, to substantiate that, by the way, but sure, okay. Correct. But so I just need to read that sentence again because it's quite an enormous sentence. Chloe fell in love with him online so hard that the pair got engaged before they'd even met in real life. Mm. Not, not advisable behaviour. Not your normal couple, is it? No, but, I mean, it just speaks to Chloe being very lonely, I would say. It does. Yes. I don't think she was assessing a diamond on that engagement or proposal. <laughs> it just sounds like it was perhaps a... Do you fancy getting married? We should get married, yes. It, this really is forever. Yeah, for sure. I've never it's told this like about that. anyone. You make me feel amazing. Yeah. Don't exist. But anyway. It's cases like this that always confuse me when we discuss gay marriage as a debate. Like, they can get engaged like that? Yeah. Really? Anyway, so Gail Newland was introduced online to Chloe via Kai. And when Chloe in, oh, sorry, and met Chloe in a library, becoming her best friend and comforting her when Kai stood her up. <gasps> oh. so that, that's how the two women met. So Kai, who is engaged to Chloe, yes. then introduces online, initially I'd imagine, his true self, which is Gail, to Chloe. Yeah, yeah, yes, correct, yes. And then is the library meeting an actual in- in real life meeting. Where Kai stood her up, okay. but Gail just happened to be there. Oh. It's a very it's a significant coincidence, but a bit of a coinkydink. What are you doing in the fiction aisle, Gail? Deirdre <laughs> <laughs> Chambers, what a coincidence. <laughs> so eventually, under the stipulation that Chloe was blindfolded at all times in his presence, Kai agreed to meet Chloe. Oh. Makes sense. Yep, no, fine. Can't see anything suspicious in that. No, not at all. So, the pet, the, in her words, the pair spent over 100 hours in each other's company over a period of two years. Blindfolded on the behalf of Chloe. Whenever they're together in person, blindfolded. Can, was there any reason given for the requirement of blindfolding? Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Do you want that now? Or would you like me to well, no, no, that? no, keep going, keep going. I look forward to that being revealed. <laughs> So every time they became intimate, Chloe would agree. Oh, my God, a... what? Uh-huh. Recap. Uh-huh. <laughs> every time they became intimate, Chloe would agree to have her hands tied behind her back. So she's blindfolded and her hands tied behind the back. Every time. Not something they grew into. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. Okay, um, uh, so, the story. I'm trying to stay with the story. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's the story um, before trial, as uh, Chloe tells it. 
So Gail, who is also Kai Fortune, says that Chloe added Kai on Facebook. Hang on, Chloe. Oh, the other way around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they began chatting online using Kai as a foil for their relationship. Oh, okay. Falling in love, they met up and engaged in consensual sexual role play with Newland acting in the role of Kai. The logic was so they were they were apparently uh, two lesbians who um, were both closeted and were struggling to come out, and so this was an easy way for them to um, to express their sexuality together. The logic was if one of them played at male, the relationship was possibly heterosexual and therefore acceptable. Look, I know it's weird, but that makes a lot more sense than someone falling in love with someone online and every time they meet agreeing to be blindfolded and have their hands tied behind their back if they really thought it was a man. Let's continue because it's, it's, <laughs> okay. but that, it does keep on giving. It does keep on it. giving. <laughs> it was only when Newland told Chloe she was planning on coming out as a lesbian to her own parents that Chloe got cross at Newland. So I, th I think at this point, to your point, Schmidt, you could you could rationally say Dale's probably telling the more credible story. I have a feeling there's a Shyamalan twist coming here. Always <laughs> is. So the case went to trial, and uh, the complaint. Oh, sorry, case, what were the charges? Uh, so there was sexual assault. Sorry, who who went to the police? Who was reporting who? Yeah, who reported? Chloe? So Gail, uh, sorry, Chloe went to the police yes. and reported uh, Gail for, um, for sexual assault. And the, her prosecution were saying it was gender fraud was the case. So she was saying that the abuse or assault or whatever was when she was in the playing the part of Kai Fortune. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. So okay. there's some, well, so this, it, this all comes it, out in the trial part. Chloe is maintaining the position that she thought she was with a man. And 100%. Okay, that's fine. So, Just checking. So in trial, definitely Chloe need to was... get more drink. <laughs> yeah, you should definitely get more drink. So the, so the complainant, Chloe's case, was that she was so desperate to be loved that she suspended her disbelief during her two and a half year relationship with Newland who she truly believed was a man called Kai Fortune. Mm. Look, I can spend disbelief for about 45 minutes, maybe an hour and a half when I'm watching a Disney film, you know, but two and a half years? Yeah. Although, although you know, you've got to take mental health into account. So you certainly do in this case. <laughs> in this case, Chloe, yeah. as we said at the outset, sounds like a very lonely person. So, a bit sad, Paul. Come on, get your Chloe said, Kai, Kai <laughs> told her he was insecure about his body, having lost muscle tone following treatment for a brain tumor and a car accident. Oh my god, oh, he's bad But you know what? How did that affect his street dancing? And he's playing the piano. You know, like exactly. So, so initially, the, the videos on <laughs> Facebook and MySpace and whatever were of an athletic American. Um, no, Filipino, Latino, or whatever it was. Anyway, so -American. he asked <laughs> her to wear a blindfold every time they met. Get this, even when they watched films together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Or were out in his car. In the car, just driving yeah, yeah. a woman <laughs> in the front seat with a blindfold. I'm surprised someone didn't call the police earlier. There's a woman driving past. She was blindfolded. That can't be right. That looks bad. Yeah, I just, you know, maybe she's abducted. Yeah. Wouldn't they have had the same voice? If you're blindfolded and oh, you're... Oh, no, he's going to get to it. Oh, <laughs> 100%. So oh. I'm going to have to tell you that bit now. So Kai apparently had a quite a high-pitched voice. Oh. And it was because... He and Gail were such good friends and they grew up in the same area that they spoke the same. Oh, right. Well, well that, that makes sense. total sense. That's 100%. Uh-huh. So sure. every time that's, she met that's up... That's happened. That's happened. I mean, to no one. Sorry, keep going. To, to no one ever, yes. So, <laughs> so back to the story or, or back to the fact. It's not a story, is it? It's like real life. 
Mm, mm. Every time she met up with Kai Fortune, she either had to put a mask on already or he would wait outside the door and she would put it on. In her words, and I must say I do agree with this, I was so desperate to be loved. Yeah. It's pathetic. So desperate for love. So desperate. Yeah, I agree with that. I, Nailed it. I can see <laughs> that. <laughs> oh, God. I'm glad at that point she actually had an accurate self or some uh, self because <laughs> I feel like at other times perhaps yeah. not so good. Oh, do we think that she felt better with this fictitious person than just on her own and therefore put up with it? I just I don't yes. I think no, I don't know. You watch Catfish, that TV show. I could watch it hours and hours on end. It's no, I've only watched people think, will people yeah. allow themselves. To, not even, I don't think we believe it, but just so that they're not alone. Yeah, I've watched one or two. I, I certainly haven't watched hours and hours of it. Oh, I probably only watched, I don't know if there's a hundred episodes. <laughs> I've watched a lot of it. <laughs> and I've seen some episodes more than once. I'm embarrassed. I didn't even know it was a show. Really? Well, oh my maybe God. That's something you need to invest some time in, Paul. Maybe. I, I think it might be the original one, though, of those, because I, I mean, I the like show's the... been on for like 10 years. I like that you two are the experts in catfishing and I'm telling you this story. <laughs> well, I would consider myself not exactly an expert, but I mean, as I say, I've done a few hours on, on the TV program, so I know a bit about it. I think when I first introduced the two of you, I did point out that Carla was my source of popular culture. I didn't <laughs> until I met Carla. And she used to Love Island, Temptation Island, oh, basically shit reality TV, music, you know. She talked about things that happened in the 80s. I mean, I was alive in the 80s and I remember nothing. And it was it's my, it's my secondhand memories of Carla. If Carla's telling stories about what happened in her, her time in the 80s, it makes me go, I was around. What was I doing? Like, where what was I doing with my child? Thankfully, I met her in the 90s and she brought me right up to speed. Sorry, we digress. Let's go back to Chloe and Kai and Gail and the love triangle that is them. Okay, are you ready? So one of the things that came out in court is that Chloe was heterosexual and thought that Newland was too, so Newland being Gail. So she thought they were both heterosexual. So this is Chloe's version, yes, because Gail doesn't think that, right, right, right. Now, here's a really good admission. She admitted she had perhaps been foolish to have sex with someone she had never seen in the flesh. (laughs) but insisted she only ever consented to sleeping with a man, not a woman wearing a strap-on. What's that face for? Because, you know, this isn't... Pod- is that my face? No, you know, Paul's. Paul, Paul, well, like, I kind of think... A quizzical but really face. If you're, if you're blindfolded and you're handcuffed, yeah. if you're sleeping with a man or a woman with a strap-on, you probably wouldn't know the difference. I've got a question. Men. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> if, you're, if your hands are now out of the equation, so you can't feel and you can't see, you must, your hearing must be like supersonic. You must have really hear anything. Wouldn't you hear someone getting prepped? It's like, oh, is that you sort of strapping something on? Is that you going, oh, no, no, no. I'm just happy to, you know, just sit here. Undoing my pants. It's just yeah. a lot longer to undo my pants. And that's why you're hearing... I mean, again, this, this fact that there I don't know been, much about these things. There um, could have been some romantic music playing or um, like boom, 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 let's go yeah, back to my room. We could do it all night. Play, I reckon the foreplay would have been pretty good though, just saying. Well, she does make a comment about the foreplay a little bit later on. Oh, oh okay. Because I was just going to say, you know, like an often heard complaint about men is they can't find the clitoris. At least Gail knew where the clitoris was. Just saying. <laughs> Somewhere under her strap on. <laughs> no, I'm talking about Chloe's, you dickhead. Anyway. Uh, I'm sorry, Paul. I forget you don't know what a clitoris is. Because <laughs> it go, doesn't go as well as the Ford Cortina. <laughs> Great Shirley Valentine joke. Anyway, uh, so after admitting that she uh, had perhaps been foolish to have sex with someone she'd never seen in the flesh, uh, she told the jury that she that after three or four months of communicating on Facebook, Kyle told her he had a close friend who was also in Chester and that they uh, that she would get on really well. That friend was Newland. 
In course, they became firm friends and would socialise together and visit one another's homes. Can I ask a quick question? There's not a huge age difference between them, is there? No, they're both about the same age. They're both 25 at the time this was all going on. Right, right, right. So it's not a far-fetched idea that some random girl would be really good friends with another no. random No, I think the random girl is the least far-fetched bit of the story. No, I mean, I've got lots of girlfriends that I'm aware of. None of them have catfished me, but anyway. Well, how many times have you been blindfolded and handcuffed during sex? Well, that's none of your business. Because every (laughs) single one of them could have been catfishing. (laughs) I think I've uh, clocked up about 200 hours. Isn't that what it was quoted as before? If if I had to put a number on it, yeah. Yeah, That's right. (laughs) Oh, I've done roughly, oh, yeah, about 200 hours. So the victim told the court she had spent 100 hours with Newland before realising she wasn't a man. No, no, I thought they were introduced as girlfriends. No, 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 she means Ty. She worked out that um, yeah. she was having oh, sex oh, with, oh, sorry, with not Ty. a man. Okay, right. Yeah, we like so to about distinguish. A, is that, that, but we're not saying 100 hours of, because they watched films, Paul. It wasn't 100 hours well, on one, the job. One of, one of them did. <laughs> One of them just <laughs> listened to films. <laughs> anyway, they did other activities. They drove around the car. They didn't, that 100 hours is not all having sex. No, there was definitely um, times where they played I Spy in the car. And she was never very good at that. <laughs> Goodness. Anyway, so no, the point of the 100 hours was that the pair had sex around 10 times with her wearing the blindfold. Okay, but the, yeah, okay. What's that? 15 minutes times 10. <laughs> so, do, do you want to know? Hours. Do you want to know how she found out that? Um, of course we do. Should, should I, it wasn't oh. that the blindfold came off at any point or she snuck a peek at any point <laughs> during 100 hours. Yeah. Very respectful, so, Carla. She's very respectful. I know, she's very, very uncomfortable with what he looks like after his car accident and his brain tumour. Yeah. I'm going to keep you in suspense for just a little bit longer. I'm going to okay. tell you um, Gail's side of the story. So she testified that she told her accuser that she talked to girls on Facebook using an alias Ty Fortune. The woman added Ty as a friend shortly after she claimed, the woman being Gail. Newland told the, told the jury she did not even no, try to Newland, differentiate Newland Ty is Gail. Isn't Newland Gail? Newland, Newland is, is Gail. Sorry, did I say? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Gail. woman being so, Chloe. So oh, now I'm getting confused. <laughs> it is a On confusing note, story. I'm going to pour myself another wine. You can regroup. Well, so just, just for our listeners at home, um, <laughs> I'm drinking wine with my husband Stuart we're sharing a bottle and the bottle has just been finished so just in case you're wondering how much is enough Phil has drunk by now it's about half a bottle I think right so she told the jury that she did not even try to differentiate Kai from herself pointing out that she told the complainant they both had the same birthdays they were both into chick flicks and R&B music both had obsessive compulsive disorder and both had a dog called Gypsy that is a coincidence. You think? No. What? You think there are a lot of gypsies out there? I mean, well, there are a lot, lot of gypsies out there in there's Cheshire. A lot of gy- I want to shake these people. Oh, my God. In it's Cheshire, for I find sure. it infuriating. Oh. So she insisted that when they talked on the phone, the voice she used when playing Kai was exactly the same as hers. She never made any attempts to hide her voice. <laughs> Surely you would make the connection between your best friend Gail and your never seen lover. Yeah, oh, you'd have to. Yeah, well, oh. when we get to the, when we get oh. to was there a crime? When we get to the sentencing, I yeah, I'm full. So, and, and, and here's here's the bit that we're all at at the moment, right? For her part, Newland claimed the victim always knew she was pretending to be a man and that they were engaging in role play while struggling with their sexuality. Newland also denied use of a blindfold. Oh, what at all? Really? Ever? Well, there's, there's, there's lots of conflicting evidence. And, and, you know, as you could imagine, a story like this gets lots of airplay amongst yes. non-credible news sources. So I struggled <laughs> like to actually get to the facts. But Well, I'm sorry. I think you at the start of this said that one of your sources was BuzzFeed. Speaking of credible sources, but anyway. 100%. <laughs> you, you've caught me out there. 
So, so no, no, but seriously, do you want to know how she found out or should we just skip that bit? That's not no, right. I do. I do. I do because Are you sure? this first 100 hours, 100 hours, blindfolds all the time. It's not necessarily relevant to the story. It's just funny. But it, no, it's important for me to know. I, I, I'm, okay. I'm invested enough to want to know. So in one account, Chloe tells the jury she became suspicious on the final occasion they had sex. I grabbed for the back of his head and my hand got caught on something. It did not feel right. She ripped off her blindfold and found Gail standing beside her. Beside her? Standing. Strap on. She was actually apparently in a swimsuit so that um, you couldn't feel anything too much. So she'd bandaged Oh, it could feel breasts. Put a swimsuit oh, on. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah strapped her right. breasts down, sort of, with a swimsuit. All makes sense. That's the boring bit. My favourite one <laughs> is on the afternoon uh, that she did discover that Kai wasn't real, she said Kai asked her to give him oral sex, but that the testicles, as the prosecution put it, didn't feel right. <laughs> I bet they didn't. <laughs> now, they didn't. <laughs> I, I don't know, but I, I think um, I have definitely felt that the testicles of a prosthetic penis, also known you as a hundred percent I have. And they don't feel They're right. Brown? That's right. Round. <laughs> but she's never felt other testicles to what my knowledge. Oh, hang on. We're not suggesting this woman was a virgin. I'd hope she was. Who would no. agree? To, who would oh. agree to have sex without ever do, like? There's something not right there. No, it doesn't mean she's a virgin just because she's a. Lot. I'm not going to make that leap either. She may or she no. may not have been a virgin. I don't. I, know. I reckon she was because I wouldn't. Otherwise, she would have surely been able to go, this is not normal. If it's your oh, first come time... On. She just went on for so long with it not being normal. I think oh, there's things might be some mental not health normal. issues. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with Carl. I think this person yeah, is yeah, struggling, put it that way. So, <laughs> so once she realises... I don't want to judge. I don't want to judge, but I suspect Chloe has yeah. a life difficult. Well, it's very disappointing that you don't want to judge, but bear in mind <laughs> at some point soon... You're going, going to, to judge. judge yeah, 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 that's yeah, yeah. the whole point. Oh, don't worry, I will then. <laughs> so keep an open mind for now, judge later. Are there so, only two reveals or more? Well, so once once she realised that the testicles don't feel right, yes. she removed her scarf and blindfold and to her horror discovered she was not in bed with Kai. She was in bed with a woman she knew as her friend Gail Newland who was wearing a bizarre costume, which included the prosthetic penis strapped to her waist. Her waist? That's awful. Doesn't matter where it's strapped, I guess. I don't know. Do you get more purchase? It's all about purchase. It's all about purchase. That's exactly what I was thinking. If it's about purchase, you'd be better off going with your knee. You might have to strap it around a few times. So yeah. Jesus, or maybe your foot. I can bang. <laughs> no, you get tired. I think you're. I think you're on something with the knee. Mm. So do I? That'll give you some purchase. I'm. I'm not sure about this next sentence. It kind of. Uh, I don't think knife it pulls everything together or just rips everything apart. <laughs> Chloe told the jury, "People get raped by males, and it sounds sick, but I think I'd prefer it." I just think of all the stuff I let her do to me, like foreplay, and it makes me feel sick. I think she's just covering up for the fact that she's not comfortable with her own sexuality, I think. I, I feel like it's... Earlier, well, there, there was an in, in, uh, intimation earlier that both of them were gay and struggling with... Yeah. That was from, from Gail. Perspective. Yeah. yeah, and then when Gail said she was going to come out, Chloe got really angry. So maybe Chloe is finding it harder to... Yeah. Well, just not well that she's having sex with a woman, yeah. I, I, just, I don't I'm know. Not sure I mean, that... I, like, I, I've never been raped, thank God. Um, so I can't really speak to that. But I get, I get the idea of um, I've been duped. And I'm embarrassed that I've been duped. But I think it's a bit far-fetched to say that you would prefer to be raped 
I, I, I'm sorry, I, I find that, I don't know. Can, cannot come at that, pardon me. I, I can't come at that, I'm sorry. I sort of think it speaks a little bit to Chloe's health overall yeah. situation, which we're kind of dancing around a little bit because I think it... Well, because we don't know her and we're not mental health specialists, but, but it's fair to say it sounds like mental health plays a part in Chloe's position on this. Yeah. It, definitely in my part, it's, I'm not a mental health specialist, may have mental health issues, I'm not a mental health specialist. It doesn't make you a specialist, it makes you a victim. Don't we all That's though, right. darling, don't we all? Yeah, I'm going to go and buy a blindfold and some handcuffs. Well, you know, it just puts us on a spectrum and maybe when we, when we hear this sort of stuff, we go, oh, we're not that bad actually, everything's fine. Oh, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. It's fine. <laughs> I don't know if I'd be at the hundred hours part of the spectrum. I maybe could be, you know, convinced for three or four hours. But yeah, clearly at the very outset, Gail has set up this sort of faux profile to pretend she's somebody she's not. But now I sort of think, I feel like, uh, I think Chloe knew. I just don't think she wanted to. I find it really hard to believe. Yeah. You can't. Oh, do, do you want? So then there's, okay. there's, so there's more to come. Here we well, go. so that's the two stories, right? But there's other evidence. Backing up her story, backing up her story was evidence of another woman who has also been duped by Kai Fortunes. This is backing up Chloe's story. She never met him, it says in the headline. She figured out his true identity after realising he had the same dog as one of his Facebook friends, Gail Newland. I don't know how they had, no, they wouldn't have had photos with each other in the same. But Gail says Gail never pretended that she didn't have the same dog. So Gail's position is, I never lied about that. This um, is another woman. So this is No, I know, I know, I know. But maybe that's why Gail presented early in the court case to say, and by the way, we both had the same dog and I never pretended we didn't, sorry, pretended we didn't have the same dog. And maybe that was Gail knowing that she'd been rolled by other people for that fact. So, so this other woman, after realising that they had the same dog, rang Kai's number, putting on a voice, and asked to speak to Gail, who said, speaking. <laughs> I just happen to be at Kai's house because I'm Kai's so, friend. <laughs> what happens on that catfish show when you get found out? Oh, it's incredible what some of the people have done like they're normally interstate or sometimes they're in the same town as they've they've been they've never met them they're usually people who've been speaking online sometimes for like eight years like I mean it's unbelievable the amount of time that they've spent you know together in quotation marks um but then they'll normally fly them out and they'll have a, this big reveal so the MTV owns the you know the franchise so they will call and ask if the person will meet the person they've been saying they've been in love with for 10 years and um yeah, they're normally somebody who's known them in some way. There's lots of people who are sort of after revenge. There are people who, you know, are making money, you know, saying, oh, you know, I'm really struggling. Could you send me $20 or $100 for my phone bill or whatever else? There's lots of that. It's, yeah, I thought there was a lot of fraud. Yeah. In so there's, there's a little bit more evidence, uh, which is post, post the events. Chloe locked herself in the bathroom once say, she what? found out but then realised she didn't have any clothes and had to try to find a way to get out of the house because she was so freaked out. And Gail was trying to tell her everything's okay and it's not bad and blah, blah, blah. Nothing actually went on to tell me what happened post that, but I feel that would have been a really awkward situation for everyone concerned. Utterly awkward. There's probably stronger words than awkward, but that's the one that probably still. Well, I think that there's a, there's a person who has been choosing to believe the narrative there's another person who has thought that it was well evidently well I don't know if Gail's and we'll get to it when we make the decision but I'm not sure if Gail is the villain or or, or it could be a it's a gray area like is is has Gail gone through this whole process because what did she gain from it how many Chloe's were there that's what you're going to reveal aren't you there's more than Chloe you've said there's one other woman but there, there was another more one than that. Was there, was there oh, there was. How many like victims as such did Gail have? Do we know that? Oh, well, no. So this was the longest one. So there were a couple before then, um, and I didn't do a lot of research post-incident. But, but just coming back to the evidence, <laughs> there is a little bit more. So 
in the end, it was probably Newland's behaviour after this dramatic denouement that secured her conviction. First, she tried to kill herself by jumping from a bridge in a canal in Chester. Oh, Gail. Poor Gail. How high are the bridges over canals Not in very. Chester? Not very. You just get wet. Just it's like jumping wet. off the side of a pool. No, it's, it's a little bit. A bridge over a canal would be 12, 15 feet. Not enough to kill you, though. Just enough to get you wet. Like jumping off the houseboat. It did say she tried. It didn't say she succeeded. <laughs> right. Obviously. Having failed, she told a police officer she had done something her friend would never forgive her for. I'm still not sure that right. makes her That's, guilty. That, that, that sounds circumstantial. I agree. I and she agree. said friend, so it sort of sounds like, you know, she genuinely thought they had some real connection perhaps. Hmm. I think so. I don't, I, I don't think that's evidence. I think that's a suggestion that she felt bad that her friend thought yeah. differently to her. Anyway, go on. So that evening, uh, the complainant sent Newland a text message accusing her of being sick and a fake who fabricated the present and the future. I'm not sure how you can accuse someone of fabricating the future, but the whole thing's a little bit no, weird. No, we're so going to get engaged. Yeah, um, no, so the fabrication of future is this idea of we're going to get married and we're going to, you know, have a life together and have children together, which we can't have because you don't produce semen. Lizards. Well, you do, Clarky, but Newland didn't. <laughs> don't get confused. I know, right? So Newland sent a string of apologetic texts saying she had no confidence in herself and could only be herself elsewhere. But in order to do that, sadly, I have to lie a little. But I didn't lie about being ill. Oh, oh. but she had a car accident and a brain tumor. No, she did lie about being ill. No, no. The only thing she said was he'd had a car accident and a brain tumor. Had Newland had a car accident and a brain tumor? No, so she did lie about being ill. Correct. Mm-hmm. Later, she sent a long email in which she admitted lying about who she was saying that she had to make up lies to cover her initial lie. So that's all of the credible evidence that I could give you for today. Now, Mm. I can tell you about the verdict from that trial. Bear in mind it was appealed and went to a second trial, but I think we should... I can tell you the the verdict from the first trial. You can then tell me what you think. Then I can give you a quick rundown of the second trial, which um, will give you a little bit more information, and then you can give me... uh, and an update as to whether or not you change your mind. I'm going to tell. I'm going to tell you what the first sentence yes. was. After a short trial, Newland was found guilty of three counts of sexual assault by penetration. Just, just saying. I don't think she actually penetrated her because it was a prosthetic penis that penetrated. Penetration oh. could have used her finger for all you know. She probably did. Probably did. So Newland was found guilty of three counts of sexual assault by penetration and sentenced to eight years for each count to be served concurrently in prison. So, sorry, this is UK law. Yeah. Currently bit. So that's just eight years. Eight years. No, times three, isn't it? No, yeah, but to, but to be served concurrently. concurrently. Okay. So it's eight yeah, yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Eight years. And this is part of the thing about um, the modern world, right, when... Nothing, nothing is black and white. Newland's case was taken up by transgender activists who believe the issues of consent it raises is something they have in common. Does it matter, they ask, if Chloe thought she had fallen in love with a man when in fact it was Newland? If Newland was found guilty, would that mean that someone who was transgender and did not inform a partner might also be guilty of sexual assault? Yes. It's tricky, 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 tricky. It's, it's tricky. About, it's tricky. <laughs> it's probably less tricky, about tricky. transgender and more about cross-dressing. No, why? Hey, what? Well, because she hasn't transgendered anything. She's just cross-dressing. No, no, no. But the trans, the trans movement are making the statement that says, if I turn, if I become a man, and I don't declare that to my next partner, am I now operating a gender fraud? situation when to all intents and purposes I'm a man so who's a man none of them were a man no 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 no. I'm talking about the trans movement picking this no but that's what I'm saying so once you've once you've transgendered (laughs) you're either a man or a woman you're not 
something no, else. I agree, I agree. But from This a, is a crime of cross-dressing. Hang on, no, you're wrong. <laughs> what I'm saying is if I've become a trans person, so I've become a... Um, Carol, Have you? You kept that a secret. Well, not recently. So say, say hypothetically I become Charles. Ah, hypothetically. And we all know I'd have an enormous penis. But anyway. An enormous I, what? Penis. I thought, I, I thought you said, say it loudly and proudly. <laughs> and I become Charles and I start to live my life as a man. Yes. Should I find myself in a lovely, loving, romantic relationship with a woman, if I don't tell her that I was once Caroline, does that mean that I'm committing gender fraud? And that's the point of the argument for the movement picking up this story. Mind you, having said that, no one's trans to you. So I get your point. <laughs> Excellent chat. Well done. <laughs> Sorry, rabbit hole. Went down the rabbit hole on that one. So knowing all of that stuff about the transgender, there was a whole lot of things that, that were rehashed and there were, um, you know, credibility issues that were raised, including Chloe saying that she was handcuffed all the time, but she didn't mention that in the first one. She mentioned it in the second trial and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, the, the wash-up of it all is that the jury finds Newland guilty by a majority of 11 to 1 on three charges of sexual assault by penetration. The Court of Appeals granted Newland bail under certain conditions and she returned to work. Now, as, as part of um, the, the reason that's important is because whilst she was uh, on, so while she was on bail between her second trial and her second conviction, oh, sorry, her yeah, second conviction. Her sentencing, her sentencing, right. And during her period, she defrauded her social media agency employers of £9,000. She duped them into believing that a series of paid-for blog posts had been written by 10 people when, in fact, okay. much like how she'd created Kai, all 10 of these people were made up online entries. With Is her this material to her case, though? It's immaterial. What, it's no, hilarious. It's what you're, no, but what you're adding here is that she is a bit of a fraudster slash liar. That's what you've just added to this whole thing, which was not presented. No, no. To I'm just telling you what happened between, whilst they released her. What, what could go wrong? She's a reasonable person. <laughs> we'll just let her go until we sentence her. Fraud someone else because I love it. It's my favourite thrill. Anyway, yeah. so um, 11 to 1, she was found guilty. When she came back, uh, she was found guilty on all three accounts of sexual assault and one account of fraud. But she was also told she was going to be placed on the sex offender register. And when she found out, she was bewildered, shaking her head. Why sex offender, she says to herself between tears. Why sex offender? She stands up in the dock, staring out the window. I can't go back to prison, she says. I can't. So that's where she landed. Poor Gail is a sex offender. We feel bad because I, I'm just such a, I don't know. Clearly she's done the wrong thing. Clearly she set up that profile. But lots of people do that and they don't have to go to jail for such a long time. And obviously that comes into play because of the sexual assault element. But I always find it very difficult to believe that someone like Chloe can be, you know, how can you have the wool or the... You know, the blindfold pulled over your eyes to that extent. I just, you do, in what reality are you operating in that you think that you're not, or that you are having sex with a man who you must be blindfolded, you must be blindfolded in the car. They've got the same voice. They've got the same dog. I mean, it's just all of these things that you, at what point does she have to take any responsibility in any of this? I, it drives me mad actually, because if yeah. she had have had an ounce of common sense, an ounce, well, she probably wouldn't have found herself in this position. And that's why earlier on I was inclined to think that she probably was in love or, you know, did like uh, Gail an awful lot and it was easier for her to think that it was a heterosexual thing if she was having sex with Kai and it was only, it seemed like it sort of went awry when Gail said that she was going to go to her parents and say that she was going to come out as gay. I think it's a complete waste of the court's time, frankly. So do I. It's one person who has 
blindly got into something because it meet it met their needs. Emotional needs. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, sure, they could have been conned. I I'm not convinced the other person was doing anything for the purposes of being uh, malicious. I think it was that, done with love. No, I, don't, I don't even know if it was about love. It, it was probably about like lots of relationships. You know, probably a bit about control, or a bit about mutual attraction, even. I mutual attraction, or feeling good about yourself, or whatever it was. It wasn't self gratification, was it? Well, it could well have been, although probably not to your point. <laughs> um, <laughs> what did Gail get out of it? Gail had emotional needs too. So we've got this whole case about two women who have emotional needs, and one wakes up and goes, Oh my God, how embarrassing. I don't want the world to know that. You know, I've been, I'm going to position it as I've been tricked and maybe she was. I don't know. I think the whole thing is a complete waste of the court's time. And they both should have been told to go home and be more careful about their MySpace profiles. So, uh, Judge Carla, guilty or not guilty? Oh, well, I'm actually going to go with not guilty. Not guilty? Yeah. Right. You know, like so... a quasi-quasi, like a half and half. Like half guilty, half not guilty. If it had been done once, I think I'd be more suspicious in some ways. The fact that it continued to happen, I just don't... Who in their right mind wouldn't take a small peek? You know what I mean? You, in their you right mind. go so far down the I track think, and then go, oh, I felt... So it, I just... I think that's the point, in their right mind. I can't... And, and my own they can label someone a sex offender. Well, because the whole way through this, this person consented, and she will say she consented under the guys of thinking it was a man yes he consented for the to those sexual encounters all 10 of them and the other god knows how many other hours of spending time with an individual she consented to all these things the best you can go is oh god i i really i'm embarrassed you know like i thought one thing and something else happened but to turn around and say this person's a sex offender because it effectively uh, suggests that this woman is almost a rapist Oh, totally. No, no. I don't she'd rather think we're be talking raped. about the same thing. It's what for her. It's way worse than rape. She'd rather be raped. Oh, see, I can't even think you can say which, that. That in itself, which upsets me in itself. That's right. that, I know, right? that, that speaks to her. I don't know. I I, I feel that she should be getting help in a whole other way. I agree. And I don't know that a guilty or not guilty verdict on Gail is ever Complete really going to help. Chloe for waste the court's time. Yeah. You're wasting the court's time, you go. Two people who basically need a counsellor, both of them. Yeah. So, Carla, you're going not guilty? I am, yeah. Schmitty, not guilty? Not guilty. Mm, no, nah, not guilty. I'm not caught. Not guilty. So, so given that, does, does Chloe pay the court costs? Does Chloe pay for the NHS? Does it yeah. pay for the court costs? I don't think she'll be paying for anything. I don't think anyone will. I don't think anyone pays for it. I'm going to go guilty. Mm -hmm. Okay, fine. I think you could probably hear about a hundred of these stories, drinking wines with friends on a Saturday night. Maybe not exactly the same, but you know, there's all kinds of weird stories that come out. I'll see but if I find The reason that I'm saying guilty is, yeah, can you? Just try. I'm just here to help anyone in case they think that they might be taken advantage of by somebody who is, you know, the opposite gender to what they're portraying. And is anyone being blindfolded? constantly when having sex or driving around in a car and watching movies with a blindfold on just because i'm here to tell you it doesn't end well for you yeah so the reason i'm going guilty is so that i can sentence and the sentence for gail is castration no, <laughs> what taking the dildo off i have got i'm chopping her prosthetic penis right off I've got to say no this for both of them. Stop it. I think they're both guilty. Sorry. They're both guilty. They're both guilty. Yeah, they're both guilty. You're changing your mind. My point here is I think both of them probably need to cut, shut down their uh, social media instances and get off the internet and get out in the real world. And Very true. That is Very my true. sentence for well, both of them. Gail just... in jail. So, so on that... So Newland's trial has also raised broader issues around consent. How many people are truly who they say they are? Mm. If somebody lies about their wealth or status or background, 
does that mean a partner can claim they only consented to sex with a different person? Meanwhile, it's exactly so the point I was making just before, which is it's not exactly the point. It's, oh. it's got a lot. <laughs> Got a lot it was less close blurring. enough to the point which was in the moment that you are consenting to sex, do you say, well, I'm only consenting to sex based on the fact that I think this person owns an Aston Martin and therefore somehow there's something good about this relationship and I'm going to have sex with him or just I'm consenting to have sex with the person who's in the bed with me regardless of what they own. But also they were engaged before they ever met. So, you know, maybe it was not just a one-night stand. No, precisely. And that you, you, you're right to say that it raises questions about what is consent. I don't have the answers. I'm just raising the questions. We've all regretted having sex with people. We've absolutely all gone, oh, my fuck, that was not my finest hour. But it, it doesn't make it a sexual offence. That just makes it a poor judgment on my behalf. How many times have you married a man who turned, oh, sorry, got engaged to a man that you've never met that turned out to be a woman? Well, as far as I know, never. But, you know, hey. I love that you say as far as I know, never, as if it could have happened, but you just missed that whole thing. <laughs> Meanwhile, social media platforms are struggling to tackle the epidemic of false identities on their sites. In its 2014 annual report, Facebook admitted that fake accounts make up between 5.5 and 11.2% of its 1.3 billion monthly active users. 11% of 1.3 billion. Yeah. That's so bad. That doesn't surprise me at all. That doesn't There's 100, back in 2014, there were, a, what is it, a, like a, 100 million people on Facebook that I didn't know who actually weren't even real. Like, that shocks me. It would be far Why? worse now than what it was then. God, I imagine. Why does that shock you? Well, well because there's 1.3 billion. I've got, like, 300 friends on Facebook. <laughs> and there's that many people that I don't know that are even not even real. But I think the way we use social media... You still media don't know them, but you don't funny. know them either way. Sorry, Carla, go on. <laughs> if you look at the, the profiles of anyone who is, I don't know, say early 20s, late teens, they all have thousands and thousands of friends or followers. And they're, you know, whereas most people sort of our age, I think, genuinely have met the people who they're friends with, whether it be through work or you, even if you've only met somebody once, you might have been at a dinner with them and they were friends of a friend. That's... Someone you yeah. still know who they were. You might not know a lot about them. You might not interact a hell of a lot with them, but you have at least met them. But the younger demographic, they have thousands and thousands of people and they simply do not know all those people. So that allows a huge scope for, you know, people to pretend they're anybody. A lot of the people they have on their sort of catfish yeah. show, they don't have one fake profile. They have seven. Or exactly. More. I mean, a whole, a whole show called Catfish exists around this. Yeah. And it's it, quite cool there. Like watching reruns, it's, you know, and so... Not only is it so big catfishing, particularly in the US with this, again, you know, an MTV generation, they know that they contact the show to say, look, I'm in this relationship with this person. I've been in a relationship with them for seven years. I've, I've asked them to marry me. You know, they're so wonderful. I think they'll be a great, you know, stepmother to my child. Because they know that it, there's a, a high chance that they're not going to be real. They're very, sometimes they do turn out to be the people they say they were, but I would imagine that that's only 5% of the time. I think it shocks me in a way that I would be shocked if I got engaged to someone I'd never met and then watched movies with them whilst blindfolded and then had sex with them 10 times whilst blindfolded with my hands cuffed. Yep. And then finally realised that their testicles didn't feel right, so I whipped my mask off and went, oh, I'm not having sex with who I thought I was. Yes. Because you said she was guilty, so go back. Uh, the only reason I said she was guilty because I wanted her punishment to be castration. <laughs> that's that's the only yeah, reason. Her rubber balls that don't exist. I just wanted, I wanted them to cut her strap on off. There are two victims. I think there are two victims in this thing. Oh, we're all victims, right? I think they just basically needed to very early on be told, you both need to go see a counsellor. Yes. So there is actually a Facebook page called Save Gail Newland. Oh, I bet there is. Is it fake? But there's a thing called the Alice Prize, which is a national contemporary art award. I'm assuming in the UK, may not be, but I'm just making that assumption. 
So there's an artist named Prue Morrison who created three painted plates. And she says, I've illustrated Kai Fortune, the pink prosthetic penis, and the victim who was renamed Chloe. Um, this, is, this is the penis. And then this is Chloe with her hand up saying, stop right now. Can I want to explain it to me because it just yeah, looks to me. There, a pink dot facing to the left. Her uh, arm, right, there's a booby. Yeah, that's a stop right now pose. Yeah, then there's a booby. Breast. Yeah, on pubis. <laughs> oh, I see. She's got a very, very, very flat head and she's got a big nose and dark hair. Yeah, something's not right about the upper oh, bit. Oh, it's above her head. That could also be a penis hanging down from the cloud yes. the sky. Who's Prue? She's Prue's fucked up. Rubbish. Who she is Prue? Rubbish. That is the worst art I've ever seen. Where did you find the artwork? Uh, on the internet. Australia and it was there, but I, I sort of meant how did you stumble across it? <laughs> well, I just I actually did a little bit of Googling around um Kai Fortune just to see if I could find a photo of Kai Fortune. Could not. This is the wormhole I was talking about. It starts oh, with some bloke great. in Kabukta in Queensland throwing a dildo and ends up with this case. That was one of the longest, like, lead-ups to a joke about castration. Because <laughs> <laughs> he had to that I the have whole ever time. heard. <laughs> that I have ever heard. You didn't heard. see it coming, though, did you? You're right. I didn't see it coming. No pun intended. And it just... It wasn't. It, just, it was a strap-on. It wasn't coming. Around the waist. Around the waist. <laughs> not the knee unfortunately <laughs> we all know that all right well actually that's it for this week because you did labor the longest lead up to a single punchline ever uh so let's say that was that excellent case paul we will thank our listeners for listening and hopefully they still are and hopefully they'll see us again or sorry hear us again next week bye at one bye bye Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Trial by Wine. You can contact us at trialbywine at gmail.com. Please rate, review and subscribe to Trial by Wine on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. We really appreciate you listening and I hope you tell everybody about us. Our cover art is by John Christo and music is by Beauchamp from pixabay.com.
And 